number 20 of the Glass Chin MMA podcast. This is what, one-fifth of a century, Mark. Holy moly, look at us. Let's go. Let's go, boys. We, Cheers. We got all. We have made it. We got We've all. We've been going strong yeah. since the start. Yeah. We really have been balls deep in this thing. We got all three people here. We got all three. Noah Cole. Is Josh. sitting yet? <laughs> What'd you say? Is Dana listening yet? If he has, if he's not, yeah, he might. Real. If he's not yet, he might be after today. We'll see. Um, Cole is here on his girlfriend's birthday. That is a dedicated man. Mm-hmm. You like that? Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's we cool. love that. Um, today we are talking about UFC Jacksonville, which was awesome. Um, yeah. At least awesome compared to the last how many fight nights. And then we got our tapology corrections from last week. We got our new tapology rankings, and then we got. A under I, I'm gonna call it underrated fight night because it's a shit ton of prospects this weekend, so that's okay. what I'm gonna call it underrated. Um, underrated, uh, no draw. There's gonna be twenty thousand people that watch this card. Yeah, probably. there's no big so. no big names. You have to be a diehard to really want to tune in and see this. But I think there's gonna be some awesome fights. I really do. Um, to start, we might as well break down UFC Jacksonville. I know Cole. I watch. I was able to watch most of it live. Cole watched mo- the majority of it live. No one went back and watched it. Mm, I got some yeah. questions for you, Josh, because there's a bunch of fights I didn't watch. So I didn't I'm gonna watch. pose this question to you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna ha- ask questions about the fights I didn't watch, and I want to hear like okay. your guys' thoughts on them. So I think so, let's, let's just start with the prelims because the prelims were actually yep. also awesome. I mean, SD Dumas got his first Jack Jenkins yeah. look. SD Dumas got his first win. Oh, you lost. Jack Jenkins and Jamal Emmers was a great fight. I thought Jamal I thought, em- I thought Jamal Emmers won, but it was close. Yeah, I I for sure thought Jamal Emmers won that fight, I'm not going to lie. When they gave that to Jack, I was shocked. But I was pumped. I wanted Jack to win, yeah. but I thought. But yeah, Jack Jenkins robbery is material good. or just close fight could have gone either way. I call I think it was just a close fight. It was very, I don't know. It was close to being a robbery, I thought. Um, but it was a Trevor very good Peak fight. Trevor Peak got lit up. Trevor Peak had Trevor one of, Peak that was the worst gas tank I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know, but that dude throws and it's awesome. It's, he's it's peak entertainment. It's peak, Trevor Peak is peak entertainment. <laughs> These are in the third round at one point. He had 100% of his weight on the Chefe's chest. Oh, like, <laughs> he, could not, he could not stand up. He cannot stand by himself. Like, he was that tired. Dude, I love Trevor Peak, man. I, I just heard, I didn't watch this fight, but I heard he just got lit up in oh. two and three. Like, oh. he just got lit on fire because he was so tired. Well, Chepe also, like, he also had Chepe with some shots, but you can tell Chepe is actually technical and Peak was not. I did not know, like, Chepe had, has fought, like, uh, Pat Sabatini, Yusef Zalal, Joe Anderson Brito. He's. Like he beat Pat's, he fought Bryce Mitchell. Like he's fought good people before. Yeah. So he's got way more experience than Trevor Peak, and Trevor Peak just went out there. That dude, he, his chin needs to be studied, though. My God. I don't know how dude, he did. I heard he was just getting cracked and just <laughs> eating them. And for how tired he was, I really don't know how he didn't get. And then he, the heck out. He, dude, I just saw this meme, and it was uh. What was it? It was like uh, Mount Rushmore of MMA chins, and it was Max Holloway, uh, Marvin Vittori, 
someone else on there, and then they were like, new edition, Trevor P. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And then, like, that dude... I should have screenshotted that meme, goddammit. That dude, I mean, Mer- Chepe also had him... Uh, he was... Trevor Peak was probably two seconds away from getting choked unconscious, too, in that rear naked. And he just basically just muscled his way out of there. It was awesome. Trevor Peak's electric. I love him. He's one of those guys so, that I don't think will be... I don't know if Dana would ever cut him just because he's that entertaining. And the crowd actually went crazy for him. Monster. Oh, he's yeah, a, he's going to stay around for a they while. They announced Trevor Peak, and, like, the crowd went crazy. It was awesome. I feel like he's going to be, like, a... He's gonna be like a Nate, a Nate the Train type of character going forward. I feel like that'd be fun. Then we got uh, Zalgis Zumagulov. Zumagulov lost his third. Thir- yep, he yeah, lost guy, another split. Haircut man lost his third in a row. You think he's gonna get the axe, Josh? You think that's it? I don't think he will, just because he's gotten so unlucky with how many opponents have backed out. Like his last, he like every fight is on short notice for him. And Joshua Van is good. He's twenty one years old and he's good. True, dude, but I haven't seen Zumagolov win. I, I watched two fights before this of him fight. He lost them both, and then he apparently lost this one too. Mm-hmm. The dude's on a skid. Oh, 100%. And he's not good enough to be on a skid. Oh, no. He does. He didn't wrestle enough. Like, Josh, they, they were saying, <laughs> they, when the announcers were literally saying, Josh Van started wrestling six months ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you have a... Like an update on that on a fighter, you have to just completely wrestle shit out. Like, oh my god, yeah. At that point, f what the fans want. I'm shooting instantly as soon as the bell rings. Um, You know what moves the other in the rankings? Winning. Honestly, the starting like those fights, the the first four prelims were a lot better than the last four prelims. Um, I guess Matuz Rebecca looked good. He's like he's not undefeated. He's 18 and one. Um, but like Randy Brown, Wellington Terman was kind of boring and Neil Magny, Phil Rowe was crazy boring. Um, yeah, definitely not what I expected for that one. Did Neil Magny just piece him up on the outside? Not no, any power? No, no, nobody, neither of them threw anything. It felt like it was a split. Like, I don't know. Just wasn't fun to watch. I didn't watch that one either. I only watched the, the main, the main, the co-main and then the Brendan Allen fight. Yeah, main card to start. We had Brendan Allen, Bruno Silva. Brendan Allen dominated. Bro, Brendan Dude. Allen, man, is a problem. His, I feel like I'm, I do have some concerns with Brendan Allen. I watched that fight too. He's got some big defensive holes. That oh yeah, he exploited. But dude, he's good. He's legit. He needs like some some ranked opponents because i think he's good enough to make a make a little stir in that division oh yeah i think he can definitely a superior grappler compared to anyone else in that division but like striking wise i think he could get knocked out oh yeah i mean he's been knocked out by strickland and chris curtis right i mean yeah yeah, exactly training partners that's hilarious yeah david onama with the israel adesanya 2.0 bone arrow just I was put, a lethal. Put Santos to sleep. Texted Josh right after that. I think I texted the MMA chat, whatever. And I was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah, dude, that was a that was a good knockout. That was yeah, nice. It was. Nasty. And all three of us got that one wrong. All three of us picked Gabriel Santos. We did. Um, heavyweight fight. Didn't get to watch it. I I did see the highlight of Justin Taffa almost getting his eye taken out. Um, that was gross. I didn't. What happened? It was fucking gnarly. 
It was just during a combo, like, got a gouge right in the eyeball, mm-hmm. but, like, it instantly, like, got completely inflamed. Wait, like, was it, like, it a, was a punch moment. or a finger? It was a finger. It was a finger. Uh, I was going to so, say, because like, if it's a like, punch, they'll, they'll call that and give the winner to the punchy. Yeah, no, no it, it was, was an eyeball. Like, half of his finger was inside of his head. Like, Justin Toffa literally oh. traveled across the world from New Zealand for 29 seconds to get his eye poked out, no win bonus, and he has to fly all the way back to New Zealand. <laughs> that just Sweet, so he literally lost money during this, probably. Yeah, oh, probably. Wait, that fight, obviously there was only like a few punches thrown, but Austin Lane looked kind of like he looked legit. Oh, really? I think I didn't see it all. I just saw that. that he threw. I don't know. Yeah, he was too fast all, for. I was gonna say all was 29 like, seconds of it. <laughs> I'm serious, like, dude. They're, hey, they're active like, instantly. Dude, Tafa's a shit version of um. Marcon, yeah, he's Dollar Store Marcon. Yes, yes, he's yeah. Dollar Store Marcon, literally. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's how I less think about it. Less power, less speed, just worse in but, yeah, every that's, regard, but like still fun because... That's kind of how I think of all those Pacific Islanders, um, Pacific Islander heavyweights, because they all fight the same too. Um, yeah, but Tui is the best out of them. You think Tui Vasa is better than Mark Hunt? Yeah, technically, and I think he's a better fighter. I think if they fought in their prime a hundred times, that Tui would win most of them. I didn't think I'd ever hear Tai Tui Vasa and technical... In the same sentence, but I love it. <laughs> Mark, Mark Hunt's not technical. Oh, I know. Either. I'm not I, saying I think, Mark Hunt's technical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it'd be close. I think it'd be like a like a 55, yeah. 45. It's whoever. Situation. It's whoever lands first. <laughs> yeah, I just think I feel like Ty's uh, movement is just better, and they both can crack. It's so, so funny how literally every Pacific Islander heavyweight has the same traits, though. Like. They're heavy set, chubby, chubby yeah. huge granite chins, and all they do is swing and bang. It's awesome. Dude, why do none of them try to cut to light heavyweights? <laughs> they all could they, they could all fight middleweight if they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> because they, they, I don't know, they like to eat over there, man. <laughs> they do. Um, my God, can they punch hard, Lord. Okay, you guys talk about Amanda Hebos and Macy Barber. I read about it. I didn't watch it live. I had I read tweets that said it was the best non-pay-per-view female fight of all time like i was just gonna say like if Ilya and josh emmett were on this card like this would be the best fight in a few weeks like on straight up it was cracked dude macy barber's legit macy barber didn't waver dude didn't waver and this was a banger of a fight macy barber put on a little striking clinic at the end there hit her with some shit i just saw the i saw the finish all i saw was the finish but I just saw the Dude, blood. Amanda Kibos hit her with some shots and took her down like twice in that fight. And Macy got right back up, was composed, right back in the pocket throwing. It was Dude, it was I a think, good fight, man. Or against Alex, like I think I don't know. Like obviously Macy lost that first fight, but I don't see her losing, dude. Like that's gonna be a gnarly championship fight. Wait, who did she lose to? She lost to Grasso. Oh, what a tough person to lose to. Yeah, I know. She also lost to uh, Miranda Maverick. No, she Which beat Miranda also... Maverick. Oh, she did. Yeah, she won the split. She didn't lose the split. Okay. Gotcha. But Mason's legit. Like, I'm not missing Amanda Nunez right now at all. Um, And then... I am. Yeah, I do miss Amanda Nunez. <laughs> Dude, Macy Barber lost to Roxanne Modafferi. Who the heck is that? Roxanne? The one that wears the thick glasses, the nerd? 
No, but then she lost to Alexa Grasso, and since then she's been on the tear. Dude, Macy Barber looked like the future, and her name is the future because she looked terrific in that fight. Mm, all right. I will say it's a good thing it ended when it did because Macy emptied her gas tank trying to finish her. It was like a 15, 20 second, one of those like ground and pound mm-hmm. flurries trying to finish, but Hebos was still like there. So it was like hammer fists were coming in hard and then they started to get like this and she had to switch arms and then she had to start throwing some elbows and mm-hmm. she was just gassing trying to get her out of there but it was it was awesome i love it that head kick dude that macy barber head kick what it was nice all right i know cole and i both have thoughts on the main event i feel like we should give the i guess i'm gonna give the floor to both of you guys because i know how much both of you love Ilya. so let's hear it it's only a matter of time until this man becomes a champion. He's twenty-six years old. The the way that he's been improving over his last three fights is incredible. Like he gets knocked down by a nobody and then he goes out and beats the shit out of Bryce Mitchell and beats the living fuck out of Josh Emmett. This kid has star potential written all over him. We don't have a Spaniard. That's a big star in the UFC. And this guy has all the potential to be a champion for a long time. Is he Germany? Or am I tripping? He's Georgia. Spain. He's oh. Georgia, and then he moved to Spain, and mm-hmm. Spain endorses him. He's Georgian, but... Dude, yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless, unless Volk is out of the division, he won't be a champ. But without Volk, I think At the he's rate he's improving, player. I would not be surprised if this is the guy that beats Volk. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, right now, gun to my head, <laughs> I'm thinking Volk's yeah. <laughs> a better fighter right now, but I think like at the rate Ilya is improving, uh, I could absolutely see him beating Volk in a year or two. He's got to get by Max yeah. or somebody first. Yeah. But. Well, it sounds like the next Volk even said today, like, at, if once I beat Yair, I want Ilya next. I don't want him to give Ilya to Max. I want Ilya next. So. Really? Volk yeah. said that? I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. So, That's a good strap by Volk because the rate that this kid is improving, I think you want him now. You want him right now. Because, yeah. I mean, you beat Bryce Mitchell, whoopty doopty. You you beat Josh Emmett by completely putting on a boxing like showcase. Mm-hmm. Now we now now you're a contender, dog. Now we got problems. Yeah. No, he's nice. is good. He's good as, like... I'm... So, I... I didn't know the scorecards before I just watched that today. I watched the full five-round fight. Um, I scored it 43-50. I don't know if I've ever given out a 43-50. Well, one of the judges gave it a 42-50. He had a 10-7 round. Yeah, was it, was it round four? Yeah, he gave round four a 10-7. Yeah. 10-7. Round two, <laughs> round two and round four were tough to watch because they were goddamn beatdowns. Oh, yeah. A lo- no, Dude, no. He, has, he has the best guard in MMA right now. What's his crazy? High guard. He has yeah. the best high guard I've ever seen in my life. He kind of uses. Josh his Emmett shit. was fighting a ghost. Yeah, his hands are tight like the whole entire time. Okay. He looks like a boxer in the octagon. Like it is yeah. really weird. And he sits there. Definitely... Have you seen what his head does when someone throws like a right, like a big right power mm-hmm. punch? 
He yeah. already starts to roll with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he literally already, like, twitches it. Like, like he's yeah, going to roll with the punch. He's a straight boxer. Like, you don't see this very often. That's but his sure. leg kicks, dude. Like, he threw, like, 14 leg kicks and smoked Josh Emmett with yeah. all of them. Yeah. Just lit his legs on fire. Josh Emmett's a tough SOB, man. I love I love Josh Emmett. <laughs> wow. Dude, yeah. Literally, <laughs> I think his stock went up after that fight. Yeah. Because like, taking that punishment and just keeping, like, to keep going is insane. Josh Emmett's going to be one of those really scary gatekeepers the rest of his career where it's like do we give him the top contender because he can put your lights out and he's you're not it's gonna you're gonna struggle to get him out of there but like it's probably gonna be like josh emmett giga chikaz day next or something like that but yeah yeah or what bad division what do you do with it right now because then you got kelvin cater lurking well yeah he, well kelvin cater's lost his last two i know one of them was arnold allen but i was just thinking about this the other day so max is obviously booked with zombie um you got volk yair i think you go what i think you do is i think you go Ilya. let Ilya sit for the next shot i mean if yair wins volk's gonna get a rematch obviously that's just he deserves it um i think you go like josh emmett chikadze or evluev and then you go like arnold give arnold allen brian ortega when ortega returns something like that I like that. I was gonna I say, I, like really, that. I want an Allen Ortega. I feel like that fight they match up actually so good. That'd be good. Like they're both mm-hmm. pretty mid strikers, but when it comes to anything else, like they're freaks. I would love to see an Ilya Ortega too. Like if you want, if yeah. Ilya wants to like keep fresh in there, I would love that too. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Um, just but yeah, Ilya's awesome. There's not too much to talk about for, like, fight announcements because they've gotten so much out of the way, I feel like, the last couple weeks. Big one, though, I did see was uh, Aaron Blanchfield, Talia Santos are fighting. And it's not for the vacant belt, which is weird because I think think they're the two best fighters in that division now. (laughs) I I agree. Because now you're probably getting, like, Juliana Pena. uh, Oh, my God, why can't I think of her name? The uh the old lady the older chick. Let me see. Let me find those rankings. But yeah, Pena is gonna get the fight, which sucks. And then she's they think she's gonna fight Raquel Pennington. Not which, Raquel Pennington. Yeah. Bomb. Juliana Pena is a bomb. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the fun stuff now. The really fun, my favorite stuff. So yeah, our new thing. If you're haven't tuned in is we use this website called Tapology, which is basically a worldwide mixed martial arts database that compiles, it allows users to rank fighters in different categories. You can rank fights, you can rank specific skills, you can rank personalities, all these things. Um, And it compiles them to make like a generalized consensus. So last week, we we played a little ranking game with Nolan Cole with the best UFC strikers consensus rating from across the world on that website and now this week we're gonna make we're gonna present our own list before we get into our own rankings so we all have a list of our top 15 i know we're gonna have some stunners maybe not some stunners but some names pulled out of nowhere but all right dude yeah i think my my 15 and 14 neither of you guys will even have thought of all right well let's find out cole why don't you lead the way here who's your 15 The young buck, probably about to beat 
Aljo in his next fight, Sean O'Malley, baby, is my number 15. Oh, I, he, I, thought of, I thought about him, and he cracked your top 15. That's, okay. that's I, I just love Sean O'Malley. I thought about him, too, but yeah, I didn't put him. He's going to bring in like the faints. Like, he does weird crossovers. Oh, he's a disgusting you know, striker. Okay, question, question for you guys. So I should have asked this before Cole said that. What did you guys take into account when you made your rankings? What did you base them off of? Like, for example, I put more emphasis on, like, diversity and creativity of strikes rather than just, like, strict power. Like, are you – like, I'm going to give kickboxers more credit than just boxers, uh, for example. I, like, right. you can also take into account, like, striking defense if you want and things like that. Or do you put more emphasis on punches than kicks or knees, elbows, whatever? What did you guys base those on? I kind of did well-rounded. I kind of, like, if you look at a pie chart, I try to, like – space it out like pretty equally okay i did uh mine is more on output i would say output like damage okay. output is my number one All thing right. I'm looking i can't at. wait but i cannot wait for colby that, like everything else i'm ready to see colby covington at number one if we're going output <laughs> no, no like like damage <laughs> all right so cole's got sugar i would say power is up there power okay. is up there cole's got sugar Noah, who's your 15 uh, not Alistair Overeem, but Alistair Uberim. Uberim was a fucking gangster. Noah, that's my 15. Shut <laughs> up! No way! I thought Noah should have Uberim. Yeah, that's my 15. <laughs> Dude, he's been doing it for so long. People forget he's a gangster. And it was a glory Wait, kickboxing he just the shit icon. Out of Brock Lesnar. Nobody, nobody knows that fight even happened. Yeah. And he just beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. A liver kick right to the diverticulitis. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had Overeem at 15, too. All right. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, that one was down. All right, Cole. Who do you got at 14? Justin Gaethje is my in my number 14 spot. I'm kind of nervous from pushing these guys to a head, but I don't care. Justin Gaethje all day. Dude is just, um, Noah's talking about damage output. I don't think there's a guy that's very much ahead of Justin when it comes to that category. Yeah, I thought I thought of him, too. I thought, I thought of, of him, him, and then I immediately threw him out of my mind because I didn't want to include him with these other people. <laughs> I thought of him, too, because that dude just literally goes in there to put on a show and cause violence. All right, Noah, who do you got at 14? I got Vitor Belfort, TRT Belfort specifically. That dude hits hard, hits fast, and was good as fuck. People forget how good Vitor Belfort is. I did not have... Josh, is Belfort a two-division champ? Did he hold the belt at middle and light heavyweight at one point? I don't think... I thought he... Did he hold the middleweight belt? Or did he have an intern or something? I don't think he held middleweight. Okay. I guess okay. he might have. I don't know. I was just thinking about him today, and I was like, was he like one of the first two-division champs? Was he like a Randy Couture back in the day that everybody forgets yeah, about? Or maybe. am I just tripping? Well, I just realized that I left off a very big name off my list, and I don't know where to put him, so I'm just going to ignore it. I'll just so bring week. it up at the end, whatever. <laughs> my 14, which I have a hunch that neither of you have, is Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Zabit. Yeah, he's definitely not on my list. Why because, is he on your because list? Because his striking is nuts. It is nuts, but the dude is... Yeah, Zabit was a fucking cat. I often that forget guy's, about Zabit, dude. Yeah, that he guy's... He would have been a champ for sure. <laughs> that guy's creativity and diversity of strikes, the kicks he threw... 
I wanted Dude, I, one time if you like left high <laughs> kick to right roundhouse to jab to like right spinning heel kick and I was like, whoa, whoa yeah. what is this guy doing? Zabit the shit Zabit did with his creativity is like bar none. I'm Dude, trying yeah, to think. He, was fun. he had one absolutely wild um, kick knockout, or at least he knocked him down. I can't remember who it was against, but yeah. He, he spinning heel kicked uh, Aljo in the face and knocked him unconscious during sparring. Yeah, he did. And Aljo is literally like, I don't know how he did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still he don't. He said the beat was really piecing him up the whole day and threw like a half ass spinning heel kick, and it just caught his chin and slept him completely. <laughs> Yeah, he's a beat was just just absolutely disgusting, and I that wanted six foot tall, one hundred thirty five pounder. I wanted to include him six one actually, six one one thirty five. But uh, yeah, all right, he's my fourteen. Cole, let's go to thirteen. Weird list, man. I have the goat at my number thirteen, John Jones. I kind of said that thing before the pod started. I don't know that Rashad Evans story where yeah. he said first time Rashad's ever gotten hurt in his career or like ever felt it, I should say, is John's elbows. I think that's so, all you can talk about. John's striking and his elbows are just mm-hmm. cool. I was gonna, I was gonna put him low like you did. I ended up putting him higher, but like just because he doesn't have power, we all forget of how good of a striker he is. Mm-hmm. I think I have him low on this list, and I have him up higher than you do. That dude is creative as hell. Mm-hmm. He right. literally like reinvented the short game elbow because he has an eighty-four inch reach and he just sneaks in with the elbow. Dude's a thug. Pieced up everybody. He did. Besides Dominic Reyes. I like it. John Jones at thirteen. Noah, who do we got? I got Chuck Liddell. Ooh. Nice man. I like it a lot. I People did... forget like he threw body shots and head kicks too. <laughs> I did not include Chuck Liddell on my list. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that's incredible. He is not. Is he crazy. literally knocked out Alistair over him, sent him unconscious with the right hand. And Alistair, he could very well be in this top fifteen. He's in my. He's in yeah, both. He of was ours. on so both. Of ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was on both of ours. <laughs> uh, Chuck Liddell was. He would have been sixteen, seventeen for me, along with the other guy. I forgot. Um, Thirteen for me is one of the other goats, black belt in karate himself, George Saint Pierre. Mr. Technical. That's crazy. That's Mr. Wild. crazy. He's not even in my honorable nope. mention. Mr. Technical. Oh, I mean, zero power. Top twenty. Zero power, but Mr. You want, you want to talk about technical? Technical strikers. Give me GSP. The best Superman punch in UFC history. Yeah, he low-key invented it. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, like he put it on notice. Um, no, GSP's a fucking average-ass striker. That's a terrible Average thing. is I wild. Average is wild. Average is a wild word to use. Average is wild. Every every oh, fight that, that he got into trouble was on his feet, and then he had to use his insane karate shoot wrestling, which he has the best takedown in UFC history. That's a fact. I just, I included him. <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah, 13. that's crazy. That's actually crazy. <laughs> you should probably have Johnny Hendricks a, a rank higher than <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, hey. Or Matt Sarah, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, BJ Penn. I don't know. Put him up there above GSP. Oh, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. G- GSP, is, he's there for me. All right. All right. Top Sweet. 12, Cole. Leaser, you'll like my number 12. Chuck Liddell made yeah. my number 12 spots. We were yeah. close on that one. I always feel like he lost yeah, to some maybe. plumbers, but he just beat oh, some legends. Sure. Right. Vanderlei, Tito, 
always he definitely just left his chin out there. Like he was getting a knockout or getting knocked out. It's just who's that guy he lost to? Keith Keith Jardine or oh, something? Oh yeah. That is yeah. such a tough <laughs> loss, dude. <laughs> That's rough. But yeah, yeah, Chuck's the man. Noah, who's your twelve? Great. My twelve is I almost put people that he has beaten higher than him, and then I thought, like, oh, they walked into the fire with this guy, and they also got knocked down. I got Charles Oliveira. Ooh. That's Damn. really interesting that you just went on a whole tangent about GSP, and then you gave me say. Charles Oliveira. Uh, yeah. I don't know, bro. He knocked down Chandler, knocked down Gaethje, just beat the shit out of Benil Dariush. Got to a striking war with Charles. It's right. You are tripping balls. Wait, did Charles Oliveira remind me? I love the guy, but was he not the other guy, the same guy that got outstruck, beaten on the feet by Islam Mahachev? That was a terrible fight, John. I don't even count that. He wasn't in the fight. That was bullshit. I'm not going to go on a long tangent. Charles Oliveira, when he's good on his feet, there's not a person that can stand with him in that division. There's not one. Justin Gaethje couldn't. Justin Poirier kind of did. Benil Dariush couldn't. Michael Chandler couldn't. Dude's on a tear. Give me Fazeev on the feet over Oliveira. If it's strictly That's striking. Strictly striking. Terrible take. No, it's not. Fazeev. Oh, no, a... If they stay on their feet, Fazeev absolutely washes. That... Justin beat the shit out of Fazeev. And F... Justin could have been higher on the list than Charles. <laughs> Justin's a hundred times striker than Charles. <laughs> who outstruck who? Oh, I I know. I take I agree with Oliveira over Gaethje. I think Gaethje's is overrated as fuck when it comes to the feet. He's just got heart. Um, but yeah, that's true. That's facts. That's that is that is true. I All think right. Charles Oliveira when he what he did to Benil was a masterclass. When Charles Oliveira's man, this is why I'm saying like in their prime. All these fighters are in their prime. When I'm seeing them striking at their best. Okay, I'm not gonna go on a long rant. I'm just gonna tell you I disagree. <laughs> all right fine you're dumb my number 12 is john jones that's where i had john right on we don't god i had him the good. highest <laughs> i have him maybe not the highest but i'm yeah all right 11 i'm kind of scared i have this guy too low on the list so kind of with i don't know but i have leota mishita right here in this spot He's an honorable mention spot for oh, me. Oh, I like that. Pick. Okay, I can't get I, hate. That was the guy I forgot, and I just realized, and I was yeah, sad. No, on, <laughs> he was probably my 16, Cole. He was probably my 16. I didn't want to put him above John just because of the thing that you kind of said. Like, John, of course, beat him. We didn't beat him with, like, knocking him out. He had just an embarrassing. Dude, Leota, like, karate rushed him and clipped John, mm-hmm. though. Like, no, yeah, yeah, he, like, the, it. His striking is definitely different. And I, I just love it. So No, he, yeah, he. Cole, he'd probably be my 16. I'm yeah. not going to hate on that at all. Leota's, Leota's, he's nice. Mm-hmm. All right, no, who do you got at 11? I got Anthony Showtime Pettis at 11. Um, Yeah, what can I say? Dude's a great striker. Yeah, he is. Fun, one of the most fun strikers. Very fun. The dyna- ever. dynamic, I mean, definition of dynamic. Love him. I didn't include him, but I'm not going to disagree with it. I didn't either, actually. Yeah. My 11... The thing is, like, the top 30 are low-key, like, pick and yeah. chooses. Yeah, like, except Charles Oliver. That was so good. Um. Uh, that's cap. That's <laughs> My 11 is the greatest heavyweight striker of all time, Cyril Gaon. 
I also thought about putting him on my list, Josh, and I didn't. I don't hate that. Yeah, if you can piece up Ngannou like that on the yeah. feet, mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest Cyril Gon fan, but I know he's a really. I just know he. Nobody's as technically sound on the feet and at heavyweight, <laughs> and it's not. Close. I don't think ever. No, I seriously dude, don't. I ever. agree. I don't think ever. He's so like he fights like he's like a point fighter at one seventy at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. He just sticks sticks and moves and nobody can touch him. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. So, but yeah, I had him at eleven. Let's go top ten. Cool. This is where I kind of got a little weird. I took Bobby Knuckles for my number ten. He did crack one. Robert Whitaker. Um, I mean, I think mm. these are should like this. No, yeah, I love that. He's not on my list, um, but I love that. He was probably I, in my top twenty. Breaking wise, dude is clean with it. I mean, I think he would probably run that division without Izzy in it. Um, God, he should have been on my list. People, we always forget about Bobby because of <laughs> that. Sucks. <laughs> That's weird though. Like I'm, these are, I'm just gonna jump in in front of you here quick because Bobby Knuckles is also my number ten. No! I thought I was reaching having him there, honestly. But let's go. God, he's like he's literally <laughs> one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I didn't have him on my list. Numbers wise, like they're actually cracked. I forget, like, dude. I forget because Izzy's there, but like he really does outstrike everybody besides Izzy. Everybody. He yeah. makes it look easy. Mm-hmm. Everything is unanimous. Like, I looked at all of his fights. He made Marvin no look split. easier than Izzy. He made Cannoneer look way easier than Izzy. Izzy's just the worst possible matchup for him, and it sucks. <laughs> all right, Noah, who's your 10 then? My 10 is Dominic Cruz. Different. His <laughs> fighting style is sick. I mean, he literally pieced up everybody. His switch stance, crazy shit that he's always doing, was literally revolutionary. I mean, TJ Dillashaw just stole it, basically. When I think of him, I just think of him getting embarrassed by Cody. (laughs) The best performance in UFC history, that was a great fight. I loved that. I watched that live, too, and I was like, oh, my God. All right. Dominic Cruz in his prime, nobody could touch him. He was literally a different breed. I did not have Dominic Cruz on mine, but I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, he was was disgusting. Come on, five-year layoff comes in and beats the shit out of TJ Dillashaw, who just beat Renan Burrell. Dude's a gangster. Um, Cole, who do you got at nine? I'll be right back. I have Alex Pereira at my number nine. You had him at nine? I d- yeah, dude. I didn't even have him on my list, and I literally scratched somebody because I needed him in my list. I, was like, I mean, okay. he's one of those where I'd be a little concerned if one of us didn't have him. I mean, he's in the UFC because of his striking. So yeah, I mean, he is pretty much someone that you have to yeah, have him on your 100%, list. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He beat he beat a top three striker in the like of all time in the UFC. Oh. Would you have Cole? I had Alex Pereira, my number nine. We kind of talked about it. Mm-hmm. You got it. You're number nine, Noah. I have Mr. John Jones. Oh, right on. Oh, that's not too high, I don't think. That's no, 
I was going to put him actually, like, lower on the list, but then I'm just thinking of, like, the strikers that he outclassed, and I'm just like, I yeah. have to put him high. My number nine is Mirko Krokop. Ah, he's also my honorable mentions. I was going to have him in my list, but I just didn't really watch him, you know? Like, I've watched so many of his highlights where it's just like... Fair. Uh, <laughs> fair. Right kick hospital, left kick cemetery. Such <laughs> a cold line, dude. Mm-hmm. It's such That's a cold thing. Like, dude. No, I, I like that pick, though, Josh. Had, yeah. Josh, you want to know the only reason I don't have him on this list? What? Brendan Schaub? Brendan Schaub. And uh, Matt Mitrioni and his left high kick. And Gabriel Gonzaga. Oh, no, I was thinking of Gabriel Gonzaga, not Matt Mitrioni. But, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy because that was a long time ago, but Gabriel Gonzaga is a no-name. And (laughs) he beat, like, a good Mirko Krokop and head-kicked him into oblivion. Oh, he did. That was kind of when Krokop's slide started. Mm -hmm. All right. Number eight, Cole. What do we got? Mm, this guy could have been so much higher, but Jose Aldo is where I put my number eight leg kicks to the moon. Mm-hmm. I think he could snap my femur in half. Just Cole, that eight. is a great eight pick. That's who I have in my eight. Oh, I mean, I think he's a middle of the pack guy. You can't have him like in your bottom 10, but he has to be yeah. there. Dude was the goat of his division at the time. I mean, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. The tear he went on was absolutely insane, dude. Insane. I what, had... he didn't lose for almost a decade? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty honored of. Um, we're still going to get to Eldo for me. I do not have him at eight. At eight, my eight, I have Edson Barbosa. Nice. Oh, I <laughs> forgot about Edson. I that's completely silly. forgot that's about Edson. Really <laughs> See, <laughs> that's the fighter that I forgot about. Edson <laughs> Barbosa. That's the guy one you forget about, I think. <laughs> I would put him on this list. In front of some people, I have. I think uh, that sucks. <laughs> All right, seven. Edson's the man, dude. He is. He I is. Was... I think he's got the best kicks Damn, in history. Number seven. Yeah, seven. He does. He does. God. Oh. I kind of um, wish I forgot about this person. Like, like I don't know how you forget about someone like Edson, but I have Dustin Poirier at my number seven spot, dude. As much as I hate to say it, he can strike with the best of them. He can box. He's clean. Yeah, he's a he's a very good boxer. True. He doesn't really throw many legs, but yeah, his hands are. He is yeah. the best at walking into a fire. He is the best at like just completely walking into the flames. Mm-hmm. I did not include Dustin strictly because of I put more emphasis on like diversity of strikes and be, like throwing more. Like that's what I, th- I don't know. I get I was a little kickboxer biased, I think, but I, I was too. But also, I think I think Charles Oliveira is the better striker. I think if they fought again, it would be a beatdown. You think that Dustin knocked him down? I think Charles Charles Oliveira hit him with some stuff. And oh, like, okay. Like you think Oliveira would beat P- Poye down? I think a prime Oliveira striking is better than a prime Dustin. Okay. In, yeah, I think I'd agree. Very close, very close, very close. I mean, Dustin outstruck him for the most part when they fought, but I mean, Oliveira is when he's when he's hot, he's hot. Mm-hmm. 
All right, no, who and do you Justin got at seven? Is the best at oh. walking into a firefight, yeah. so I'm not going to yeah. hate on you for that pick. He no. is good. Who do you got at seven, Noah? I got Wonder Boy at seven. Hmm, that's a little high, I think. <laughs> You're striking, dude? Dude, he, like, he is the best, like, old-school karate fighter of all time. Oh, 100%. Like, like, no, Wonder Boy, his striking is clean. <laughs> I love Wonder Boy. I think what yeah when Cole says high when Cole says high fashion karate yeah. like snap yeah. to it you know? yeah I think Cole means like he has he still we still have yet to get to him for Cole I still have yet to Sam <laughs> is what I meant by it yeah oh what yeah oh I do as well um my number seven is Jose that's where yeah, I, so I, we I had a very, he was our closest one I think then yeah all right number, number six, six Cole let's get into the grease yeah. this is where I've had Sam Barbosa so Josh you and I were. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. That is crazy. Oh. All right. I just didn't even think of him. He'd probably be like where you guys had him. I just totally forgot. Okay, I know who Cole. I know who Cole's top five is. No, who's your six? My six. See, I really debated on where to put this guy. But since he got Stylebender out of there, I have to I have to include Alex Pajeda. Yeah. I have to. You have to include him. I agree. I mean he's a must. He's a must, dude. He has stones. Oh. Stones in his fists. And his legs. He's just And he's a also great he's also incredibly technical. So it's a scary yeah, combo. He's, he's great, man. He's, he's probably great. the I, most accomplished glory kickboxer to ever be in the UFC. Am I wrong in saying that? At the time I had, I can't think of anybody that was more accomplished from Glory, which is the number one kickboxing organization in the world, isn't it? I mean, he's got to be. Unless there's I'd some... Have to... Yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I think he is. Um, well, because a lot of those Glory kickboxers never even made it. Yeah. To the UFC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at five... So that's where Cole had Edson. You had Alex. My six was... That's where I had Max Holloway. Ooh. Ooh. At six. That is, uh, yep. Okay, so I feel like our top three are definitely gonna be the same. Um I know my not, I know no. my top three is not gonna be the same as Noah's. Because <laughs> Noah has yeah, already, yeah, fair enough. Noah's already brought up somebody in my top three. So uh my top three is not gonna be the same. That's why I said I have a rogue person at three. Okay. Cole top five, here we go. Cole, who do you got? This is where Josh, I have your boy, Wonder Boy, Stephen Thompson. I mean, I think you have to have this guy at number five. Like, is there another karate? Like, I mean, it's karate. Yeah. Like, is there another karate master that you can think of that? Because usually I think karate is like a horrible thing to be good at in the UFC. Oh, like, usually it is. Very well with anything else. It literally works. Yeah, it works for and Stephen Thompson. GSP. It's just those two. So you could maybe <laughs> go on GSP, but yeah. yeah, I mean, dude makes it work. Like. Do you see that practice like yeah. actual karate yeah. though? Yeah. It's 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 Leota and Wonderboy. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Well, like Wonder I don't think there's a better person that controls distance. I mean no. besides like to the guys we get in the top three, but yeah. like he controls distance so well. So uh-huh. that's why he, he, he uses his front leg like a jab. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And it's snappy and he can knock people out with it. <laughs> so, it's so quick. Dude, yeah. his groin muscles must be so <laughs> strong. The way he conditions his legs, it's disgusting. Yeah. Dude, he stands like this in a normal stance and his literally leg just goes bop. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Bop. Bop. 
Insanity. All right, Noah, who do you got at five? I got Max Holloway, the output master. Yeah. His striking is it's next level. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. it's so good. I I mean, I had him at six. He's got to be there. Um, 100%. It's so good. I, I didn't know I was going to be the Ask. first person to list this guy, but my number five is Conor McGregor. Ooh. That is where I have Conor. I think I'll drink to that. <laughs> no, that's high. I mean, I respect it. He's got, I mean, 100% has to be in your top five. Well, he has to be, yeah. I mean, that's... He's in my top five. All I right. have Max Holloway at my number four. I'll just say it. I'm the third right. guy to okay, say that. Okay, so we're in the highest. I was going to say, we weren't that, like, out on Max, like, or a far no, apart at all. all. No. Max needs to be there. I mean, the reads he even makes during the fight, like, he's he's the man. Oh, big time. He fought a tough, good-looking Arnold Allen and still put on a striking showcase. Like, Yeah, he put on a striking showcase Max against always... Arnold, you know, year, Cater, like, yeah. you name he, it. He's undeniable. He's undeniable. And that's why... such a good striker. That's why Volk literally said, like, let me fight Ilya. Don't give him to Max. Because he doesn't want Max to keep beating his contenders. (laughs) Josh, if if they gave Ilya to Max and Max just pieced him up and beat Ilya, that would suck for Volk. Volk would be forced to leave the division just because of that. He'd be forced to. He'd have to. Either he'd have to leave or Max would have to leave. (laughs) I, well, I mean, it's got to be Volk because after that, like, if I was Volk, I don't want to fight Max again because I beat his ass in yeah. my last fight. And Volk shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't want to. I agree. If if you 50-45 someone and you've already beat them twice and your third yeah. fight is a 50-45, yeah. that's an end of the trilogy. Don't need to see it again. Yeah. I love Max. Hate to say it. Don't need to see that fight again. I agree. I agree. Who did you have at four, Noah? I have... Conor McGregor. Okay. But um, gosh, I had this guy. I'm surprised. So yeah, Cole. Uh, Cole, you got the stereo. I feel like you got the, you know, the general top three that people. Not the exact same as what we had yesterday, but yeah. Okay, up until these. Not yesterday. There's two. There's two up and coming fighters. One's not up anymore. But uh, Conor McGregor had the best boxing in the UFC I'd ever seen. Oh, you stupid! I know who you're gonna have. There's no if you put oh. if you put Ilya Tapuria at three, dude. I swear to God, I'm gonna lose. I know, it. dude. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying they have the potential to be okay. better pure boxer than McGregor. Okay. I'm saying I'm saying JDM and Ilya Tapuria have the potential okay. to be better pure boxers in the UFC than Connor. Okay. But Connor has the best boxing hands that I've ever seen in the UFC when he's. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair a fair thing to say. My number four. That's where I had Alex Pereira. Was four. I respect that honestly. I mean, the best kickbox, one of the best kickboxes. This is where I went rogue with my next pick. All right. Well, Cole, I think I know who your three is, but let's hear it. I have Connor at number three. Yeah. Yeah. Self-explanatory. All right. Well, I'll give my three first because I will give Noah the showcase for the three spot. My number three. This is where I put Wonder Boy. I had Wonder Boy at three. 
Yeah, I'm not going to hate on that that's where at I, all. That's where I had my guy. He's never lost a never lost a fight from the feet except when Showtime hit him once. He connected with him once and put him to sleep. That's about and, it. And and when he was he didn't lose it on the feet, but he was terrified of Tyron Woodley's right hand. Oh, well. he was just <laughs> was so there a better overhand that. right though. That overhand right could have killed anybody. Yeah, that's fair. Disgusting. But like, dude, that's really all he had. But hot take: if Wonderboy would have fought that fight like he could have, he would have he would have beat Tyron Woodley. Oh. He just was literally, he was like so afraid of that right hand in both those fights. He was terrified. All right. Noel, let's hear it. Um, yeah, uh, up and comer. Um, have to put him here. Pieced up Max Holloway in three fights. Uh, oh. Alexander Volkanovsky. He's the fastest fighter on his feet I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen him close and get out of range faster. He yeah. is undeniable nobody can literally like he's in and out in a blink of an eye and people cannot figure it out he's too fast i don't know how to say it but like i like it just because i think he can like he can adjust better than any other fighter i um, think like depending on who he's facing i feel like he can work with whatever he's got I on the feet he makes the adjustments and his speed is too it's too too much it's so much better than everybody else's that he like Will not lose on the feet because he's faster than you. I no, I I almost had Volk in there. I thought about him a lot. Um, that's another fighter that got knocked down by Islam Mahachev. <laughs> yeah, he went <laughs> up a weight class. Chad yeah. Mendez also knocked him down, but then oh. he made reads, and it's no just Volk like, is good. Volk is really good. Good on his feet. It's like the people that are fighting him are fighting a fucking phantom. Oh, Volk is They're great. Like, Where's he at? Oh, he's hitting me. Wait, where's he at now? Oh, he's hitting me. I mean, his last fight with Max, poor Max was just two steps yeah. behind the whole time. So, uh, that, I don't hate it. Can we, so do you guys all have the, the old guy or the younger guy at number two? <laughs> I have the younger guy at number two. I do too. I do too. So we all have Israel Adesanya at two and Anderson Silva yeah. at one. Yeah, I mean, Izzy gets one more title defense where he's won. I, hey, I talked about it. I think I have, I think Izzy passed Silva on the middleweight rankings with his last fight. That was my hot take after that fight. But striking-wise, I feel like you can go either way, and I wouldn't be mad. You can, you can, you can. Um, But, yeah, I feel like that's the most obvious one, too, you're going to find. I mean, what what can you say about Izzy? Mm-hmm. Um, like, he had yeah. Yoel Romero afraid to close distance to take yeah. him down because his striking is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree here. I We will be back in one second, guys. Quick break, but we're back. And that was the top fi- our top 15 strikers of all time. We got our tapology list of the week ready. Cole Noir, are we ready? Do you have your 1 to 15? Uh, wait, wait. We didn't talk about we didn't talk about Anderson at one very much. Oh, well, okay, we can talk about him a little bit more. Yeah, he deserves it clearly. <laughs> he does. He does deserve it. Is that the most dominant striking run of all time? And is anybody ever shit? I don't know. I don't think so. When it comes to dominance, yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. will ever touch. I don't it. think anybody touches that. I and and but I do mean like yes, it is the most dominant, hundred percent. Um. All right. You guys ready from this top 15 list? 
I'm yes, so excited. This shit is so rogue. Tapology is just rogue. I'm so excited because I think I'm more excited about this because we get to give our own top 15 next week, and it's going to be incredible. Okay? The top 15 right. list this week was titled from over 500 contributors, The Shit List, the top, our top 15 most hated MMA fighters. Weird. <laughs> So there's not going to be a definitive. We're doing 15. Yep, and I have them right in front of me. I got them right in front of me. (laughs) So you got to think about universal hatred. There was a few people I skipped because they were random people from really old or random, you know, uh, fighting championships and uh, organizations. But I got the top 15 like right right here, and we're gonna start start strong. Conor McGregor. See, bro, this is gonna be so freaking random. <laughs> I I might not get a point. I no right. This is I whatever. No, this is why it'll be nice. I'm just writing them down right now. Where do we got him? Hold on. Four. For I Cole. already am writing down my one. You have Connor at one. No, no. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna put Connor at. Four. Okay, you both put them at four. Shut up, you stupid. Let's just, while I'm at it, let's get Connor's little buddy out of here, Dylan Dennis. Oh, can <laughs> I put him at three? <laughs> no one knows who that is. I'm going to put him at seven. I don't like this, Josh. <laughs> How much money do you think Connor McGregor pays Dylan Dennis? A lot. Because he lives like a king king still, and the guy is terrible at fighting and just a bum. Mm -hmm. He hasn't fought in forever, yeah. Cole, where where are you putting Dennis? Number 10. All right. Well, let's see. Next, I want to go to Israel Adesanya. He's so likable. (laughs) I know. I think a lot of his gimmicks a lot of people don't like. Wait, is it Cole's turn? Either or. Just... I put him at number seven. Okay, I put him at 12. Okay. I will be the first one to let you know. Through three rounds, one point has been gained in total. Damn. So next up, we are going to Josh Koscheck. Oh, my God. <laughs> These old heads, dude. I don't care what order you go in. You can just tell me when you got them down. Number nine. I'm going to put Koshek at eight. All right. Ken Shamrock. That's so God, weird. the people that are voting on this are 80 years old. <laughs> I got number 13. I'm going to go with Shamrock at 11. Tito Ortiz. Ooh. See, now we're kind of getting a little... The Huntington Beach <laughs> bad boy, dude? Don't want to say yours first on this one. I'm curious. I'm going to go... Okay, Tito. 
Maybe. 14. Whoa! I got him at number two. All right. Now we're talking. Okay. Next, we're going to go with TJ Dillashaw. Oh, that guy sucks. Actually, fuck, okay, I'm making a switch later. <laughs> I got him uh, at five. You have him at five, uh, Cole? Yeah. I'm going to go 13 for TJ. All right. These are old heads making this list. They don't know how much We I are going sucks. next to Tyron Woodley. For being boring in his last couple fights, give me Tyrone at 15. Or also him telling Steven Wonderboy Thompson that the only reason he got a title shot is because the UFC is a racist and doesn't want a black champion. Bro, where was I when he said that? He just said that? <laughs> yeah, to Wonderboy of all people. <laughs> the worst person you can chirp that to. The nicest <laughs> MMA fighter of all time. <laughs> Cole, where are you putting Tyron? I got him at number 12. Let's go with the only woman on the on the list, which I'm sure you guys can guess. Ronda Rousey. Mm. Give me Ronda at 10. I got her at number 8. Alright. John Jones. Oh, man. What are we thinking? He took my number one spot. Ah, he's my number one spot. This is my two. Okay. He's never been a more polarizing fighter. Next, we are going to go with Brendan Schaub. Why is he even on this list? I wouldn't say Brendan Schaub is likable at all. That guy sucks. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but like, is he that big of a name where he even deserves to make it on this? <laughs> okay, I'll go with Schaub at six. Uh, oh, we have a lot of differences. I'm number uh, 11. Eljamain Sterling. He should be bottom of the list. Just thinking of the Peter Yan incident. People, depending on when the ship I'll is. Go, I'll go him at nine. That's what I'm... Cool. I did number 14. All right. So, Leezer has two, three, and five left. Cole has three, six, and 15. I'm making a switch, by okay. the way. Next up, we got Colby Covington. Oh! <laughs> He's at my number three. He's also at my three. Greg Hardy. Oh, no! <laughs> People hated Greg Hardy, that Englishman. Greg Hardy, the NF former the, NFL the player. football player? I was going to say the football player, I thought. Oh, Greg Hardy, sorry. Who Did, did you think I said Dan Hardy? Yeah. No, Gre- Greg no, Hardy. People hated Dan Hardy. Back people hated there. Greg Hardy because he got signed to the UFC after beating his wife. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll put him at five. Cool. 
15. Last one up, we got Barack Lesnar. God damn it. I have him at two. He's not going to be two. And Cole has him at six. All right, you guys both get the opportunity to do a flip-flop if you want. All right. I want... Give me Connor to fifteen or fourteen. Give me Tito to four. Cap. Interesting. I'll keep it. You keep it. Oh. All right. So in the number fifteen spot is Ken Shamrock. Oh, so close. That is zero points. At the number fourteen spot, one of you got it exactly correct. It's Algermaine Sterling. Oh, cool, you bitch. Let's go. I'm going to lose this, dude. I'm going to lose by a lot. Of <laughs> At 13, one of you got one point. It's Israel Adesanya. That's a point for Noah. Wow. No, I'm not surprised with that. At 12 is Brock Lesnar. Oh, that sucks. I got Brock at my two. Rough. At 11, we are giving a point to Cole because number 11 is Tyron Woodley. Let's go. Okay, at number 10, we are going to Conor McGregor. Wow. Which means that... Noah is going to get one point for having Ronda Rousey at 10 because Ronda Rousey is at number 9. Okay. And Cole also gets a point because he has Ronda at 8. The number 9 was Ronda, like I said, so that's done. At number 8, we had TJ Dillashaw. At number 7, we have Colby Covington. At number six, we have Josh Koscheck. Oh, I get a point. Noah's going to get one point. Why do you have, you have Koscheck at eight. Why do you get a point? Did you say seven? Six. Koscheck is at six. No, yeah, Koscheck oh. is a six. <laughs> oh, never mind. But Noah, you do get a point because at number five is Brandon Schaub, and you had him at six. Yeah. And number four, we have Dylan Dennis. That's no points. And number three, we are going to give Noah one point because it's Tito Ortiz, and we're going to give Cole one point. What a switch. What a switch. Good switch. What a switch. Which means number two number two is Greg Hardy. Wow. He is that high. Mm-hmm. See, and I was like, he's either gonna be a fifteen or really up on that line. I, I didn't even know that he beat his wife, really. And that's that's why he got stuff. kicked out of the NFL. And I then did not know that. We got you guys dark. both nailed number one, John Jones. So final score, we got Noah with six. Seven to Cole. Oh, no! Give me the crown back, baby. Oh, shit. God dang it. So that means that 
next week you will get our each of our top 15 most hated fighters and it's going to be a fun talk i'm very is, excited okay when we do this list is it our personal 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 yeah oh oh yeah it's gonna <laughs> be fun gonna be, there's gonna be so many no names that i just despise mm-hmm. all right let's talk about the ufc fight night this weekend I can, uh, so last week, Noah went three for four, and me and Cole both went two for four on main card picks. We lost one to that no contest. The under, we did win on underdog. We posted it. Yeah. We had had one winner, and and then the no contest was part of our bet, but we did win on that. But all right, let's talk about it. First fight of the night, we got... Here, I'm going to pull it up. Bruno Ferreira. I'm not going to lie. Undefeated Bruno Ferreira. Ferreira. Ferreira, however you say it. Um, undefeated. The Hulk is his nickname. Taking on, I want to, I'm going to hope I get this guy's name right. It's his UFC debut. Norsultan Ruziboev. Um, I looked up Norsultan Ruziboev, and he is like 20-something years old with like 40-something fights under his belt. He has 20 wins by submission as well against a knockout artist in Bruno Ferreira who who put Gregory Rodriguez, Robocop, out cold in his last fight. I am still – I know he's the underdog. I'm taking Bruno. I like. I'm taking the stri- the big striker. I'm taking Bruno as well. I like Bruno. I am taking Nur Sultan. Right. We're already different. All right. This next one is gonna be violence. You got Ismail Bonfim. Noah's talked about him extensively on here. One half of the Bonfim brothers put Terrence McKinney to sleep. His last fight. But then he's fighting Benoit Saint Denis, who is ten and one, but he is violence knockout. Like let's, I'm finishing you. That's how he fights. His only loss is to Elizu Zaleski dos Santos, who, if you remember right, beat uh, he beat Nurmagomedov in his last fight. So Saint Denis is good. So is Ismail yeah, Bonfim. Uh, I'm taking Bonfim though. Ismail Bonfim, uh, round one doesn't matter. <laughs> That guy is so good. It does not matter. Cool. You're that confident in that? Give me I, I think a bond I think both the bond teams could potentially be future champs. Alright. Arion Ariani. Arion. Lipsky. Melissa Gatto. I don't know the most about either of them, so I am just gonna pick Gatto. Give me Melissa Gatto. Noah? I don't know anything about either of these people. I'm going to go with Gatto <laughs> as well. Okay. This is proud. This next one is the fight I'm most excited for. Max Payne Griffin against undefeated Michael Morales. 14-0, 11 wins by knockout. Michael Morales is a badass, but Max Payne Griffin is also a badass who's been on the cusp of the top 15 for a while. I think Michael Morales gets it done by decision. 
That's what I'm taking. A decision too, huh? I think he knocks him out, Josh. I don't know if Max Griffin. I don't know. He's good. I want to go Max Griffin. I don't think he has the heart of the physicality that Morales has, so I'm gonna go with Morales. We got probably by probably by finish, to be honest. All right, now we got two lightweight. You know, I don't even want to call them prospects because I don't think, like, I don't think Demir Ismagulov's that young. But twenty-four and two Ismagulov versus nineteen and one Grant Dawson. This is gonna be a grappling show, bro. Like big time grappling show. Demir Ismagulov, did he not lose his last fight? Yeah, he did against Armand. I am taking Grant Dawson in this one, actually. I was gonna say, bro. I like we, Grant Dawson. Also, we gotta get Grant Dawson just beat uh, what's his name, the guy that beat uh, uh, Patty Pimlet, but lost, right? No, his his last fight, Grant Dawson beat Mark Madsen. Oh. Yeah, I thought he beat what's his face, Jared Gordon. All right. He all did right. beat Jared Gordon. All right, all right. I'm going Grant Dawson too. All right, we're all taking the underdog. All right, now we got the main event. Stunning Sean Strickland right here. Tarzan is his nickname for some reason. Fighting the most, boring, the most boring fighter ever. Boring in the cage, nice anything but outside. Uh, against Abus Magomedov, who, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated prospects of all time. Four fights ago, this guy was getting stiffened as a, like a board in the PFL championship. I don't know yeah, why. I, I don't know why he's getting pushed like this. He got kicked. He also, I thought Sadabusi beat him. Like maybe didn't beat him, but it was a close fight in the PFL as well. I think Sean's gonna. I think it's gonna be like when Sean took that short notice against Nazardina Mavov. Like a boost, just it's different levels. Not that I think Sean is that good. I don't. Oh really? I think I think a boost is gonna beat him. And I love Sean Strickland because he's off the mic. He's serious. I just think that dude sucks at striking. Like, if you figure him out, you figure him out. He's one dimension. Mm. Yeah, fair. I still have Sean Strickland, though. I think he finds a way to win this fight. I mean, I'm going to root for Sean. I just don't think he's going to win. Hey, Noah, on underdog, there is a line for Ismail Bonfim over .5 finishes that you can hit. I'm going to hit that. Absolutely, I'm going to hit that. Because I think Ismail, I think both the Bonfim champion potential, I think they're so good. I mean, the last time Ismail lost was like five years ago to like a rear naked. Mm -hmm. He's good as fuck. I guess we didn't talk about it. Um, one thing we didn't talk about was leading off the card is actually a ranked heavyweight fight. Alexander Romanov's return. That dude that looks like a melted candle fighting Blagoy Ivanov. That's going to be a... I just think it's interesting that there's a ranked fight opening a fight night. Yeah, it was a little different. It's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, Guram Kutaladze is also on the prelims. He's kind of he's kind of a stud. He's really good. Kevin Lee, dude. Oh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Lee. How did we got it? Oh, yeah, forgot about Kevin Lee. The Motown phenom is back fighting... Hey, let's, let's bet on Kevin Lee. Bet on him to what? Let's bet on... Let's... let's I, I got Kevin Lee in that fight. Against 20-on-1, Hanat Fakretinov. Kevin Lee's good, man. Kevin Lee's good. 
I think Hanat's better. I watched Hanan his last fight against Brian Battle, and he had Brian Battle begging for his life by the end of the third round. Oh, that's the guy that beat Brian Battle? Yeah. No, but, give me Kevin Lee. I love Kim. Kevin. Kevin right. is a savage. But yeah, there we are. Episode 20. Next week's going to be insane because oh. we have our top 15 most disliked fighters, and we got international fight week which is insane so god next week's gonna be a long episode <laughs> um, so yeah no doubt but no doubt. thanks for tuning no in doubt. the boys got some pga to play we will be back yes, next week peace later guys